How's it going? You just cruising to work? Yes. Konnichiwa, my fellow American. Haha, <laughs> that's nice, dude. <laughs> uh, we're not allowed to say American anymore, Greg. Yeah. Stan- oh, Stanford's banning. Stanford's banning the word American. Uh oh. Yep. Yeah, you're not allowed to re- racist. Yeah, you're not allowed to refer to people as Americans. Yeah, uh, they are U.S. citizens. Yeah, because not everyone is American in the Americas. Okay. Because there's 42 other countries. Yeah, no, we actually uh, we talked about that on brass tacks. The Stanford has a new index, and uh, they actually want to change a lot of words. They want to change um, Karen. That is going to be a banned word. Now, this is banned on their websites and, and other yeah. platforms so far. But Karen, you can't say that anymore. It has to be uh, an entitled white woman. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I don't so know what why. If your name's Karen. Yeah. What if your name? What if you're you're being a Karen and you're not white? Yeah, which we see all the time too. Oh shit! Dude. Uh, no, they also had um, <laughs> handicap spots have to be accessible spots now. You can't say handicap. Yeah. Uh, there was that one. Um, there was a so bunch. Is this like is this driven by the Southern Law Poverty or whatever the hell that what's that called? I, Southern like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't that know that freaking uh, righteous group that's like everything's offensive. Yeah, who the, who the fuck knows? It's just a bunch of dumb bullshit they're yeah. doing. It's just a bunch of nonsense words that uh, they're does just it, trying to does change. It surprise you though? Oh no no no! I mean, it, they've already changed the definition of so many things that it's like okay. Well, yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me at all. Well, in the list, the way it went, it's not even like that. They're trying not to change words. They're just not allowing you to say the word, but you can they in replacement you have to say the definition of that word, which are generally longer words. And this is just <laughs> on their website and code. So Stanford's website and Stanford's code that they use, they are not allowed to use these. But you know how that works. That's going to leak into society as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to eventually be like, oh, they said Karen. You didn't say entitled from, white woman. Banned from campus. It was pretty funny. Yeah, no, what's what's going to happen is you'll get, like, the Stanford president, the school president, he's, like, speaking publicly, and then he'll say American, and everybody goes, oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> yes. And then he'll have to step down. Yep, how dare he. Uh, there were some other ones that were a little more uh, graphic even. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, God. Yeah, he's like doing a like a big s- school presentation or something, the, the dean. Yeah. And he goes, here, as, an, as Americans. And they go, <gasps> yeah. And then he goes, oh, my God. Uh, tightens up his jacket. <clears throat> I, uh, <laughs> I, will, I will officially step down. Yeah. I, uh, yes. I, I, Dude, it's because they're cucks. All of them are cucks. <laughs> like, it wouldn't even shock yeah. me. They're so, like, they so have no faith in themselves and no backbone that they would definitely just be like, I did a disservice. You know what, though? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like when that shit happens, they get paid to do that, to step down. Like, they go, hey, bro. Oh, yeah. Um, either, either take this money and step down or we're going to fire your ass. Yeah. And uh, so we want you to go out on stage and say the word American 
and get shamed and then just resign. Yep. And then get a huge severance their, package. It feeds their agenda. Yeah. Yeah. It feeds the agenda and it gets rid of the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because now they can say, "Look, our teachers are are racist pigs." You know what I'm saying? And yeah. the students go, "See, yeah. I knew it. I knew I Mr. Knew Adams it. was a pile of shit." He said, "Carrot, crazy." <laughs> uh, no, it's basically just like anything. Um, like the other one was like blind review. You're not allowed to say blind review. You have to say um, uh, some. It was a different word, but blind is offensive to blind people. Like it literally was going down that low of just like we can't use anything that's offensive to anybody. Uh, and, and you're right. Oh, it's not surprising. And that wasn't the really the basis of the conversation on the brass sacks episode. It was more just like. What are we doing here? Like, at what point does this just, like, become nonsensical? And especially Stanford being a, pre- a prestigious school uh, had been in the past. Um, like, what are we doing? You know, like, this is just softening kids up. It's crap. It's all dumb. Uh, and it's, it's offensive to some other people that want to be able to use blind yeah. reaction. So, Well, guess what? You know what doesn't soften people up and turn them into pussies? What's PardonMyAmerican.com. Oh, man. <laughs> That's true. That is absolutely true. And can you please not say American? Uh, we can't use that word anymore. We're going to be I'm going to say American Par- all day, all night. <laughs> You're going to listen to me. Yeah. No, Stanford wouldn't approve. They'd be, pardon my U.S. citizen. Oh, God. Yes. There That's it is. our new podcast. Yes. <laughs> That's our new podcast. No, you're right, Greg. PardonMyAmerican.com. Merchandise. Lots of cool merchandise on there. Uh, and obviously too late to get it for Christmas, but, uh, you know, maybe a New Year's present. How about that? That would be kind of fun, oh, too. Yeah. But it does support the show. And Patreon, we all love Patreon. Lots of episodes, extra content for you guys. Depending on what tier you join, 5 or $10, you're going to get up to 20 episodes of Brass Tax, four episodes of uh, Strange Sauna. And on top of that, the best part, Call-in shows every week and yes. a Zoom party at the end of the month, which are tend oh my, to be oh our most favorite shows that we do. Hey, and in light of the recent events, you should go on to pardonamerican.com and buy up all of the Defund the FBI t-shirts. Mm, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I have a whole t-shirt collection of them. Yeah. Different colors. All the colors. Every color. Every size. Maybe you can have a belly shirt. Uh, you can have like a night shirt. Uh, you can have all, all different variations. But no, that, all that stuff helps support the show, guys. And, and we definitely want to get to a platform where we can speak openly. And right now, Patreon is the platform that we can have open discussion about whatever Dude, we want can I, to. Can I order like a triple XL and wear it as a nightgown? Yes, you can. You can do whatever you want, Greg. This is America. Yeah. Hell yeah. And you're American. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so today. You want to wear an oversized t shirt? And let your drunk gracefully hang out the bottom barely. Go barely? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bottom nut. That's a lot of air down there, you know what I'm saying? Go That's for it. This is America. If it was me, I'd just get that 3X, cut it right down the front, and make a rope. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Make a little oh, rope yeah, out of it. Dude, yeah, That's a good idea. Um, why not? You know what I'm saying? Put a little fur around it. robe. Yeah. A little wool lining. <laughs> We should have part of my American ropes. I think that would be classy. We might oh, be able to do that. Dude, let's get working on that. Now, we Come should get working on it. I'd wear one uh, with some socks and stuff and, you know. Mm, yeah. 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 I like it. Uh, so, we got a lot of fun topics today, but, uh, you know, the news. Yesterday, we, we had a fun conversation. It was all about us, and I enjoyed that. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Our trips too. and uh, Avatar and, and let us know, guys. Hey, have you seen Avatar last night? Are you guys going to see it on Christmas weekend here? Because that's a no, good time to go. I'm not going to go. I can't. I got too much shit going on. I can't. Well, I don't have anything going on. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't. I'm just going to um, sit around and, and enjoy watching the kids play with their shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, like, uh, we have young little lads that we don't have babysitters. So, like, taking a two-year-old to a three-hour movie ain't going to happen. 
Ain't going to no. happen. Uh, so, more than likely. You'd, you'd be the dumbest person alive if you did that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before. Uh, we took my middle child. We, oh, you dumb fool. I know. No, we I'm took kidding. her to the movies. I think she was like two, three. And she actually did okay. Uh, she did okay, if I remember. But, you know, obviously at the end of an hour and a half, you're, you're getting a little restless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you yeah. got to pump them full but of that, candy. That's not Avatar. No, like, it's not Avatar. Avatar. Like, that's asking for a lot of sit-down time. And it's also trying to, like, have people not get pissed off at you that just paid for the movie. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. going to happen yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Don't be that guy because people pay good money. Now, especially movies are expensive. Popcorn's expensive. Pops are expensive. Uh, so you go to the movie, you want to enjoy the movie. Well, yeah, you're not going to go to the movies now without spending 100 bucks. Um, yeah, it was about a, it was about a hundred bucks when uh, yeah the whole fam when well yeah it was all said and done it was a hundred dollars yeah I mean pop expensive exp- but we never go to the movie theaters that's like once in the you know yeah we don't year, we definitely thing. don't go as much as we used to no I mean it is expensive you can sneak your own snacks in if you want to but my wife is like addicted to the popcorn at movie mm-hmm. theaters like she'll go to the theater to buy well, popcorn just they to buy went it. out yes that popcorn's so good it is so good uh my wife and your wife went out on a little date night the like last week or yep. whatever and they didn't even go to a movie but they came back with theater popcorn yeah yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. They like went. They, they, stopped, just, they, they just dropped in just to get the snacks. Yeah, they do they, it all the time. They stopped by and got popcorn and then came home. I, at least <laughs> once or twice a month, Jill will ask me to go to the theater and get popcorn and bring it home, and I do. Yeah. Like, wow, that's weird, man. Yeah, she'll eat it over hey, two I mean, days. She'll eat just she'll like eat some and then she'll put it in the kitchen and then she'll grab it the next day and just eat like popcorn, yeah. bro. She just eats like loves it. I, it's it's her thing, you know. <laughs> it is okay. good popcorn. Well, it's hey. Good. Have you guys ever been to those movie theaters that have, like, the fucking drizzle that you put on the popcorn? Like, they have cinnamon, sugar, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I mean, I've seen I've, it. I've, I've never, never do it. done it. I usually just Dude, do, like, those a... Are so good. You yeah. know what I've been doing lately that I found really good? Like, when we made popcorn at home or something? I usually uh, put garlic salt on it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's oh, not yeah, bad. Dude. I yeah. fucking... Well, they have those they have I put those, it on there, and my uh, wife seasonings. looked at me like I was psycho. No, they have the seasonings. that They have the whole collection. Oh, yeah. And my wife had that. But to be honest, like... Those are good, and they're cool. Like once in a while, you want to throw one on, but at the end of the day, it's like that popcorn is just so good on its own. Yeah, it's almost like well, hey, unholy to mess guys, with it. How do you guys season your popcorn? Do you just dump it on the top, or like how do you make sure that that seasoning's on every piece of popcorn? Because I have a secret that I want to tell you guys. Yeah, but who? I usually go. I, I are you talking about at the theater? No, no, no. Like at home. Oh, uh, I usually go a little seasoning, and then I shake it up a bunch. And then I put a little bit more season, and I shake it up a bunch, and I do that a couple times. Okay, so how do you shake it? Uh, like this. Tell me, tell me all your secrets, Chris. Uh, I just shake it up, dude. I just like pinch the top so it doesn't fly out, and I shake it up. Okay. How else do you do? Well, it? so um, you have some weird what? method. Yeah, there's something. Like a, there's something a, coming. Yeah. Like a Greg method. It's a Gregism happening so here. What my? It's actually my grandma. It's my grandma Mamo. Okay. I used to call her Mamo. I remember. Okay. Yep. So Mamo's secret to getting that seasoning on every piece of popcorn is you dump it into a paper bag, and that's what you use to shake it up in. It's already in a paper bag. <laughs> well, so this was before we had the the, the popcorn bag. So like we we have to. Oh, when you cooked like, them on the stove. Yeah. In the like, tin in the tin shit, things. Yeah, she would make that shit fresh. Yep. And so like there was no paper bag. 
Well, see, but to now, be now your method makes sense. No, but see, no. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. But to be fair, Chris, Chris's method is actually not the most efficient way. And let me explain why. Because you get buttered popcorn at the store. Mm-hmm. That bag inside is coated. A, it's oh, got yeah. wax and it's coated with butter. So you put seasoning, it sticks to the side of the the paper. Yeah. So if you go. were to put it into yep. a fresh paper bag that was dry, mm. you'd actually probably get more seasoning. Probably, be uh, probably be better if I just did it, put it in a bowl, like a get a big bowl. Yeah. It and actually then, that that way sucks, dude. That why? way sucks. I've, I've tried it. It just uh, it, it sticks. It just doesn't uh, get on there. Like you got to shake it. I mean, uh, I, I just know, I feel like that's like that I, I I get it. Some people like a lot of seasoning. Like the kids make popcorn more than anybody in my house. My oldest daughter, like that's just her and uh, Gwen. They just make a bag of popcorn, put it on a movie. You know what I'm saying? And so I'll eat off of theirs because there's no yeah. way they finish it. But they don't fuck. They literally just open that bag, dump it into a bowl. Maybe a little salt, and then they're they're on, and it's fine. I'm, I mean, I'm cool with this. Regular, usually, regular I just I just open the bag and fucking eat it. I mean, if I'm if I'm feeling frisky, yeah. I'll do you ever do you ever get the kernels out of that popcorn bag with the slit in the bag? Do you ever do that first? Because that's how I do it. That's Wait, what, what? There. that's what it's there for, bro. Yeah. So when you pop that slit? bag, listen when you when you put that bag in and it pops up, right? Yeah. And you know what I'm talking yeah. about. You know the part oh, that you yeah. open. Yeah. There's a little slit there. Yeah. That slit is for you to turn that bag upside down, and you go over the trash can, and you shake that thing, and all the kernels come out of those slits without the popcorn coming out. And then you have no oh. fucking kernels laying around your uh, bowl. I don't really care if there's kernels in the bowl. Fuck kernels, yeah, those do teeth that. breakers. No. I, I don't eat those. Well, they, they stick to shit. And then you get one of your... And spit it out, and it's weird. I don't like that. I want no when, kernels. When has a, when has a kernel has weight? Like when is it sticking to a fluffy? What butter are you not using? You know what I'm saying? That's my question. Y'all, y'all, the seasoning experts over here. That's like sticky bun. That's not butter. I don't want that shit. I don't want that shit. I want it all gone. I want it all gone. I want clean, straight popcorn, man. Dave wants some of that sticky icky. Yeah, man. I want that buttery (laughs) goo. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Okay. I do like those like kind of half popped kernels that you can kind of crack open and and get the kernel out of there. I don't know. There's something about those ones. They're kind of like a challenge. <laughs> no, fuck like, those are, ones. Are too. you going to eat me? See, that's the <laughs> thing. <laughs> I, I, do I, you dare? I don't have the patience for that kind yeah, of shit. Exactly. It's like sunflower seeds. Like when here's my deal. Like sunflower. I don't like sunflower. My wife loves sunflower. She'll sit there and fucking eat sunflower seeds and you know break them in your mouth. No, I'm annoying like that's to me. annoying to me because I'm like. I'm not going to sit here and nibble on this little tiny thing for one fucking kernel. Usually if I eat sunflower seeds, I'll, <laughs> I'll put some in my mouth, and then I just I eat the shell and everything. I swallow it down. Oh, wow. I just chew it up. Oh, that was that's You have to have some painful poo, dude. No, dude. Your stomach acid eats that shit away. Mm. I mean, I'm not I, sitting and eating a whole bag of them. <laughs> well, I'm like, used to I'll, people I'll, eating whole I'll bags. I'll throw a few in my mouth, and oh, yeah, that's good, and then that's it. Chris, he can- you can actually feel when it comes out. You're like, oh, yes. there it is. It, <laughs> hurt, hurt. it hurts so good. Uh, I actually, I, 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 similar, I'll put them in my mouth and I will just chew them because it has that salt mm-hmm. on there and stuff. You just chew them up and you get all that flavor and then you spit it. I spit it out. Nah. Uh, I'm not going to. But that's like. Too much of a mess. Yeah, yeah. Then, so Chris is also the guy that takes like peanuts in a shell and just eats the whole fucking nut, right? Yeah. Oh, oh what? whoa, bro. You do? Wow. I definitely chew them up. Yeah. Okay. Wait, you eat the whole peanut shell, Chris? Hey, the shell tastes good too. Wait a second. Are yeah. we talking about the same peanut here? Like <laughs> Yes, we are, Greg. The oh, the boy. the shell itself has like salty goodness. Yeah, but see, that's when you like you throw the shell in and you just suck on the shell. You get all that salt and stuff off the shell and it tastes really good. And it softens up, you open that thing up, throw the nuts in and throw it away. You actually chew the shell. I I have. 
I mean, are you I'm, an elephant? I yes. mean, I don't. I'm not sitting just eating fucking peanuts out of a shell. <laughs> that's that's not a snack that people. Eat. I'm not. You know what? I'm not criticizing because there's many ways to do different things. Uh, I, <laughs> the only thing that I'm in, in concern with is that like that in your poop has got to be very uncomfortable. Nah, you don't even feel. That's it. a lot of fiber, dude. That's a lot of like a lot of. Uh, it's kind of like what I would picture. Holds like, it together. An Armageddon. Like if you if you went and ate some spicy food and then you just down some like. Some some, no. some sunflower seeds and peanut <laughs> shells. It holds it all together, so it's not you don't got the no. But then you the shit out shit. the shells before they break down enough to be soft, and now you got real problems. That doesn't happen. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm thinking like Armageddon. I, I think you're they you're, land, shit, you're shitting too much if you're digesting things before they're digested. Well, I'm, there's I'm something saying, else going on. I'm saying that like Mexican food can get you moving. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like I, I don't eat a lot of Mexican food. I don't so either. What 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 about Armageddon? I'm saying I could picture his shit kind of like the Armageddon asteroid where they land and it's jagged and fucking hills <laughs> and there's spikes everywhere. That's like his shit after a good uh, sitting of sunflower his, seeds. His, uh, his turd looks like the coronavirus. Yes. You need to <laughs> oh, like Jesus. you need to blow it up at the core <laughs> to get it out. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I don't – honestly, to be honest, like, I, I do enjoy chewing up uh, the shells and stuff. I just don't tend to want to eat it because I, I feel like that would just wreak havoc on my anus. That's where I'm at with it. I like to live life dangerously. I, I guess, man. And there's nothing wrong with that. I live life on the edge, Dave. You never know when I'm you sit down. I'm always in for an adrenaline rush. Is this the time <laughs> that Dave's sunflower seeds are going to come what out? What else can Chris – Chris, do you also eat the orange peel? Do you just, like, bite right into the orange? Uh – Please I, say yes. I have. Oh, I don't Jesus. do that on the normal where I just like, because you, you always have to bite into it once to start peeling it. Uh, yeah, I guess. Or use your thumbs. Use your thumbs, dude. <laughs> like Chris is evolving into caveman, like as we speak right now. He's like, he's okay, the guy who's about, like, what is this? I'm just going to eat this whole okay, thing right so now. Chris, uh, Chris, I don't just eat the whole orange in the peel. <laughs> Pull on you have, dude. I don't what, know. What about a, what about a pineapple? I've you never had the edge of a pineapple. No. Okay, thank God. I've actually never cut up a pineapple, so. Ah, I hate pineapples. I got to be real with you. Not my thing. I did find this new trick, though, about pineapples, which made me interested to try it, even though I wouldn't eat it. But you can actually, like, hit the pineapples multiple times, and then you take it and you roll it for a couple minutes, like pu putting weight on it in mm. a different roll, and then you can actually take each one of those individual Little spikes on the end will actually pull out the pineapple and just eat it. Oh, what? wow. Dude. Yes, yes. It's actually mm. uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, Lost technology. Yeah. I mean, I'll have, it, I'll have to try that next time. I'll send you a video, Greg, because it was actually very cool. And like, you could literally just put it, the pineapple on the table and people could literally just pull out a piece. And it was like one, you know, one little, mm, mm, that's good. You know, even though I, I would <laughs> yeah. be like, well, you know. Mm. No, it's kind of nice. So, I mean, as far as like, here's the thing like, all these foods have these things to help eat them and, and here's the other one is the bananas i actually eat banana i like bananas my I wife like bananas. but we always have bananas banana and i'll coffee. just throw a banana well that, Chris, yeah, that too you do not eat the banana peel do you no i don't eat the banana peel it's not like <laughs> i eat the outside of everything not everything <laughs> uh so the bananas you know we all generally i'm not saying everybody but generally people take that little you know the little top part and they use that to like crack and then peel it down, right? And you hold the banana and eat it. Oh yeah. The actual way, if you watch monkeys eat bananas, they hold that part, <laughs> and then they peel from the top 
and now you have a handle for your banana. <laughs> That's not the way I've seen a monkey eat it. Yeah. You ever see that video that was going viral for a long time where they like did the voiceover? He's like, give me that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And he goes, dude. he pushes against his chest and he goes, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah. No, That's monkeys, monkeys eat bananas like Chris eats peanuts. Yes. Like they just shove the whole thing in his mouth. No, they eat they eat bananas like Chris eats anything with a shell or a skin. Uh, not- it just he just mouths yeah. it down. Yes, that's That's disinformation. <laughs> oh, you're gonna get banned oh, on YouTube. Fuck. Yeah. That's hilarious, dude. I would love to see Chris just go produce shopping and, and see what fruits and vegetables he just hmm, what's this? Hmm. Will Chris <laughs> eat it? Yeah. He's hey. the potato raw, uh, no, onion, skin and all. Ew, kiwi. You probably eat a whole kiwi, don't you? Never eaten a kiwi. <clears throat> Never had a have kiwi. Have you guys ever? Uh, have you ever tried just a straight clove of garlic? No, like, no. Popped it in your mouth. Nope. I have no desire. I'm no. not that big on garlic. I did. I did bribe I my. Did that... Go ahead. I I did that to um, try to prevent a stomach virus, <laughs> and all it did was make my breath reek. Yeah. <laughs> like. You can't walk anywhere, like just whatever. Like your breath will just reek like garlic, and then um, made my stomach hurt, and then I ended up getting the stomach virus. So, <laughs> so whatever work. information you read was definitely misinformation. Uh, that's that's true. Well, I got it from Joe Rogan because he's like, yeah, I would chew on raw garlic, and then I would never get sick. Well, see, that's the thing though. Joe Rogan is a different kind of animal. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been yeah. doing this stuff for like a long time. There's other reasons why he doesn't get. Won't get sick. Yeah, no, just because he chews healthy. on garlic. Uh, did you ever see that thing where they take the garlic, uh, like, and they put it in their nose? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Like, you shove oh, two garlics yeah. in your nose for, like, 10 minutes. A lot of people say they can't even make it 10 minutes because it burns. But when you pull it them out, too. it just all that freaking snotty fluid that, flo- like, just bleh, bleh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's the same thing with onions on feet. Like, people yes. put onions oh, in their socks yeah. and go yes. to bed. I'm like, are you uh, fucking kidding? No, i your seen. Your whole bedroom is going to like a mother. Well, no, it, it like uh, because it, it extracts everything through the soles of your feet. Like yep. I've even seen things where they would like cut a onion in half and set it on like a plate and put it on the on the nightstand or whatever. Yep. And then leave it there, and it would absorb all the the bad shit in the air. So like if you're breathing or something, you and can it, do it. You have like a virus. It'll like actually like start changing colors and be like just absorbing all that grossness. That one's a little. Dude, f- I would. I would rather. I would rather get like twenty different viruses than sleep with an open onion just cut up in my bedroom. You put it like in your that. sock, <laughs> and you won't. You don't smell. I don't know what kind of onions you're using, but like onions are nothing like garlic. I mean, like I feel like we have an uh, onion in our fridge all the time. Onions. Onions are straight up bo. When somebody has <laughs> bo, they smell like a cut up onion, bro. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I so. agree with that, dude, at all. Uh, onions like white what? onions. No, like. What we, kind of people are you? Yeah, smelling? what kind of onions are you using? Like, <laughs> dude, I, maybe I have like a nose that's. Uh, just dude, we have an onion most, in our fridge. Like, we use onions, and we cu- we'll use it for a dish, and then we have like a half an onion left, and yeah. we put it in the fridge. Okay, um, I'll and, be right back, guys. All right, I'm getting gas. Cool, and we have it sitting there, and uh, I I never found I, like onions make you cry, but I think onions smell kind of good, honestly. Uh, but I don't. I feel like once you cut it and you kind of expose it and after you cook it and you have it in the fridge, like it really doesn't have a smell. Yeah. Um, but that person that you're talking about, like I've seen people do it. And I don't know. I've never tried it. I've never tried it either. So I don't know how true it is that it absorbs like. Well, there's onion and almond. potato. And they, that was the other one is they take like a slice of potato, like a, a russet potato, mm. and put that on the bottom of the foot. And then and one lady was like did it with her son who was sick. I think it was an onion. It could have been a potato. Either way. 
Uh, and she was like, you know, this is how we got, you know, them over their illness. And people were like, well, that's bullshit. You know, that's, it's normal. Like it's, you know, the air is turning it brown and blah, 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 blah. So she took another one the next night. She put the onion in the kid's sock, put one on a plate, you know, right next to the kid. And then in the morning, the other onion was still white or potato was still white either way. And then one in the sock was disgusting and mm. brown and, and nasty. Now, you got oils that your skin produces oh, and yeah. that stuff. So, obviously, that could, like, manipulate the onion a little bit because well, you're touching skin. And, and that's what, I mean, honestly, that's what it, all of it is. Like, you think about any kind of virus or whatever it is that's in your body, your body's constantly trying to get rid of it and excrete it. That's what z- pimples and stuff are. It's the it's bad shit in your pores and in your body. Your body's pushing out to get out of you. So, you think if... if if an onion actually does absorb things like that and you put it and supposedly the bottom of your feet is like one of the most get it out of me <laughs> one of the most prevalent places where like that's where like if you're if you're hot you put your feet in cold water if you're it's a, you're cold you put your you warm your feet up and it, it all the circulation goes sure. through there so i sure. mean if your body's trying to excrete something that'd be the best place but to like put it. having an onion in your fridge is kind of like having baking soda in your fridge bro oh yeah uh, like the like the arm and hammer shade, like you mm. know that where it collects the smell. Like an onion can literally start tasting like the things it's around when it starts. Do you guys absorbing. still do that? What's that? Do you put do you put baking soda in your fridge? Yeah. Mm, not no, not unless we fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. yeah, if we're like we oh, always, we always have one just sitting there. It's like right where the air kind of comes out mm. into the fridge. Yeah, we have it just sitting like right next to that, just in case. Hmm. Just in case. Hmm. Yeah, you never know, man. You never know if something's going to spill or get something stinky in there. Yeah, that's true. But by the fan? Because so. I, I, like, you want that in like a stagnant area uh, where the air is not having circulation. Because then it absorbs. Because you're getting fresh air getting pumped into that thing. Like where the air comes out. You want to put that where... The air is not being circulated. It's like putting it by a fan. You know what I mean? You want to put it in the room away from the yeah. fan. Hmm. And then it uh, takes all those those stale air flavors uh, yeah. and, and, and collects it. Yeah, I think you're just... Stale you're, air flavor. I think you're just putting it in the wrong spot, Greg. I think you need to put it somewhere where the air doesn't Yeah, you're, you're treating this shit like an air freshener. It's pumping... Yeah, it's like right, right by the No, but it's not an air freshener. Way. It's supposed to absorb the badness. Yeah, the stale okay, air. Okay, so it's got to get like... Uh, Move it away from that non- fan. So, yeah. Move that shit away from right. the fan. Like, just put it on the other well, side of the fridge. Would you eat that so shit? have you guys... How much? Have you guys soda? ever done... Yeah. No, like, wait, uh, it's been in your fridge for a month. Would you take a bite of that? Because what would it taste like? Who knows? I'm not eating that. What, the baking soda? Yeah. That'll, what kind of flavors are that? Is that kill you. No. It's going <laughs> to... Why would you bite into chalk? <laughs> Why would you eat peanut shells? I don't know. Like, what? Hey, I'm, just, I'm the... gonna put this thing in my fridge that absorbs all the bad shit that's gonna end up probably making me sick later, and then I'm just gonna eat that thing. Yeah, that's that yeah. That's like that's like taking a bite of your own turd. You just don't do that. Uh, yeah, I would never. Like that's that's waste. You know. Yeah. There's a reason um, that's going out. Have you guys ever done that? Like, um, Chris, you were just talking about like something about hot and cold and whatnot. So um, yeah. Uh, there was this, I think Jordan Peterson or somebody was talking about this, that soldiers used to train their skin out in the cold. So they would get down into their underwear and go put their hands in a, like a bucket of hot water outside 
mm-hmm. and they would just stand there and they would train their body so that way when they went outside their hands would get warm you know what i mean so whenever they encountered oh, cold weather it's like mind hands, over matter their hands well no you train your body to literally have this uh symptomatic response that whenever you went out into the snow your hands would automatically get cold and you could train your your body to do that oh it was a professor that i was listening to Hmm. on a podcast and he was talking about they used to do that in um like russia or like those cold areas you know what i mean for the soldiers and they would train the soldiers so that way their hands wouldn't freeze up and they could still use their weapons yeah Hmm. i mean that makes sense it's almost like a you're forcing adaptation in the in the circumstances yeah but it's almost like real-time evolution if you think about it like you're training your body to react a certain way to a particular environment i don't really get i don't really get how that works i i I gotta be honest i'm a little lost well it's just it's basically rewiring your your brain so when you you're when you feel cold it forces the blood circulation to your hands so they stay warm exactly yeah it's your nervous system so you're you're basically causing your nervous system to uh, make your heart so, or whatever, your circulatory system, like feed blood more to your hands. So when you go outside, when you go outside, it's freezing outside. And every time you go outside, you put your, your hands are in a, a pail of warm water. Now, every after a while, after every time you go outside, your brain is going to say, oh, it's cold out here. My hands need are going to be warm. Yeah, I don't need gloves, bro. Because I train. That's very interesting. I call BS. I call. I don't BS. know how long that lasts, though. It cause... can't, like, because you're putting your hands in hot water, and I understand like the mind over matter thing. I believe in that to a lot of extents, right? Yeah. Like over time doing that, but like you are putting your hands in water, which is making your body do a certain thing. Yeah. And like evolution takes a long time, and so like even if your body's like it's cold out and I'm dunking my hands. Like that's a temporary relief. Like I don't see how that could, how your body would just all of a sudden get more circulation to the hands just because you did water for a month. Even that would be yeah. But it's not the fact that you're putting your hands in water. It's the fact that your mind is correlating cold weather with warm hands. Yeah, so it's, it's like it's, how, force, um, it's forcing it's like all its reaction to your hands. Yeah, it's like uh, when dogs salivate. You know what I mean? When they see food, like Pavlov's dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he would he would make sure. That if the dog salivated, then he would get like. There's something weird with that experiment. I don't know, but it's just like a natural response. Like yeah, yeah, but but the thing is, to have a natural response. But see, the dog smells food, and so his natural body response is to salivate, right? Because he smells yeah, the food. Dogs body, smell. Your body would feel cold, so then you train your body to have another natural response, which yeah. is warm hands. I feel like that would take a long time, right? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. I, I mean, sure. We I, should, I, maybe we should test it. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be cold here in a couple guys. days. It will be very it's cold. It's going to be like 15 on Thursday. Yeah, it is. It's going to be freezing. So we're just going to dunk our hands in let's hot go, water? Let's just walk outside naked and dunk our hands in hot water and see, and do that over and over and over again and see if we... I, just, I, feel, like the, like it's, <laughs> I feel like when that kind of stuff happens, like you're, you get acclimated, uh, and, but it's not... <clears throat> the effects are still there. You're just able to handle the pain of the effects. That's not... You're not changing shit. You're just, uh, you're like, you're used to it and your mind over matter kind of situation is like, you immediately like, oh my God, it's hurt so bad. You know, when your hands are cold, like I worked in a freezer, bro, a long time. And like, that's the worst part is your hands get so cold that they actually feel like they're on fire. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, yeah. that is your nerves, you know, freaking out because it's so cold. I, I could still work. Like, my skin wasn't blistering from the, the coldness. No, but, but your hands didn't work as well. No, no, they absolutely didn't. But I'm saying me working in a freezer for, what, 10 years in negative 5-degree freezers, like, I'm at the point now, and I don't know, I haven't worked there for a couple months, but I was at the point where I would go into the freezer for an hour in shorts and a T-shirt. Mm. no gloves and just work and my body was uh, acclimated enough to this temperature that I could function yeah. properly but the pro- but what I'm saying is is even though I'm acclimated it doesn't mean I'm out of risk it just means that I'm not, I don't feel the pain of it all but I still can get too cold and still have problems right like you don't want to be in there too long yeah so it's it's like more of like uh it's not changing anything it's just you dealing with the pain of it more than anything that's well, what I feel like I don't know I think I Maybe there's a way to like scientifically measure how much blood flow goes to the hands after you do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe they could prove it, but this guy was just saying that that's what they did to train. And maybe they did it once a day too. Maybe they did it like first thing in the morning before they got in the shower. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and, and I, I I do think that like over a long period, I just feel like that's something that takes years. That's that's in my and I'm I could be very wrong on this, but I'm just saying I feel like something like that you would have to really train for years to get your body into a situation where that actually becomes an effective tool because just dunking yeah. your hands in basic training, uh, you know, I don't really know that that's. Was it Russian or, or German that you said they were doing that? You said they thought Russia? I don't know. They, they, they just said like over in like the colder areas. I don't mm. know. It could have even been Americans. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, before we get rolling into some of these other fun topics that we have, I, I would like to talk about Lucy. Is that okay, Greg? Yeah, All right. Not everyone uses nicotine, but if you do, you'll want to listen up. Get ready. This ad is for Lucy Breakers, okay? Each pouch contains a capsule that you break open to release a rush of flavor that doesn't fade away like those other pouches. You know, the ones that rhyme with thin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We all know what that one is. <laughs> uh, you can also subscribe and save 15% and never run out, which I think is one of the best features, right? You can get pers- like a subscription where you get the package in the mail. Mm. Covers your whole month if you want it to. No going to the Minimart. No late night runs. I just did the other day where I had to drive around for 10 minutes looking for my one specific thing uh, that I was looking for. No one worst. wants to deal with that. Um, here's the deal. I use Lucy. I use nicotine pouches. I've tried almost all of them. Uh, when we got Lucy for the first time, I was like, holy crap, this is unbelievably good. Flavor's great. Lasts a long time. The pouch size, which is very important to me, much bigger than what you see on those other rhyming things that, that rhyme with thin. Okay? They're much larger pouches. And I, I, I was a chewer. Yeah. And uh, these actually make my mouth feel better. So here's the deal. Whether you're a nicotine user while you're working or creating or playing, Lucy Breakers are an intelligent choice for you. Uh, what, got a special deal for you guys right now. $10 off your first order when you use the promo code PARDON at checkout. And shipping is always free. That's lucy.co, promo code PARDON. To receive $10 off and free shipping, visit lucy.co for more details. And we want to thank Lucy for sponsoring this podcast, guys. And here's that fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age verified. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. But either way, get on lucy.co, use promo code PART, and save $10 in free shipping. It is worth a try. If you are a nicotine user, this is 100% worth it. And then also, guys, you want to grab that Lucy pouch. Throw it in there. Get your computer. Turn on the sports and get to betting, baby. 162 games of baseball season can feel like a grind to watch. 
but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, and props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunity to win than my bookie does. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use the promo code Drinking Bros to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. So whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today. Use the promo code Drinking Bros to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet you halfway, all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Both these sponsors are amazing, both fun. I enjoy them. You should enjoy them and go and check out their websites, guys. Use those codes, get some free stuff or get some uh, discounted stuff. It yeah. helps the show a lot. A lot. Booyah. Booyah. Um, maybe, you can, maybe you can bet on uh, if the FBI is actually going to fall under its own weight. Well, yeah. Sure. I oh, think so, huh? Yeah, so Twitter released some information yesterday. And uh, you yeah, know they've they been did. they've been dumping some info out there, and yeah. uh, a lot of it's like, yeah, yeah, we know that, but there's always these little gems. yeah. I mean, most up until this point, I mean, it's all been like, yeah, I mean, this is stuff we've all re- assumed, assumed and suspected, and you're confirming it. Yes, and then they release some stuff that we're like, oh, that's new, really. Yeah, I mean, some of the emails. <laughs> yeah, some of the emails are very nice uh, because you're kind of seeing an inside look at the company, and you're seeing how these minds were thinking during times that we were questioning. Yeah, uh, and this one we have we have two that kind of kind of pertains to this uh, the recent drop. Uh, Greg, you brought one to the table, and I got one here. And this one is from the New York Post saying the FBI paid Twitter back more than three million dollars for doing its dirty work on users. The email shows. And if you scroll down here, so I mean, this is that's confusing though. They paid them back. Yeah, so there's a reimbursement program, uh, and and that's what it ultimately comes down to here. So it says um, the FBI reimbursed Twitter to the tune of more than three million as it pushed the social media company to ban accounts and target so-called foreign influence operations. Uh, in an email dated February 10th, 2021. An unidentified Twitter employee told then-Deputy General Counsel Jim Baker and then-General Counsel Sean Edgett that, quote, we have collected $3,415,323 since October 2019. Uh, And here's where it kind of explains that. The email published by independent journalist Michael Schellenberger explained that Twitter's safety, content, and law enforcement, which is called SCALE Division, had instituted a, quote, reimbursement program in exchange for devoting staff hours to, quote, process requests from the FBI. So basically, there were so many uh, censorship requests coming from the FBI on Twitter users that they <laughs> yeah. had to make an actual department for it. Well, and, hey, hey, so pun intended, it sounds like they had their thumb on the scale, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so check this out. Think of it. Think of it this way. It's, it's kind of the same, but it's not. Uh, we had multiple companies that were stores in my company that we we're at, right? And sometimes uh, a store in Portland or something would call and say, hey, man, we need some help. Okay, we need we need help. We got a guy out sick. We got some people out on vacation. We need some assistance. You got anybody to help you? You send a guy over to help out, okay, to that store, right? Mm-hmm. But then your store goes, well, I don't want to eat the cost of this guy because it goes into their labor I don't want to eat the cost of that guy going over there and helping you. So you guys need to take on that pay for him. Yeah. Because it's, otherwise it's going to cost me and we're not even getting the labor out of him. 
So that to me is what this reimbursement program is basically saying, hey, put these amount of people on this process to work through FBI issues. Okay. And whatever their labor costs, we'll refund you that money. We'll give you back that labor cost. That way you're not losing out what they would normally be doing. Mm. You're getting paid uh, back for it. Yeah. So like if, okay. if Greg, if you have to work 50 hours on a certain case for the FBI and Greg gets paid X amount of money and his paycheck is whatever. I, I, obviously that's a bunch of whatevers. But the point is, is whatever you spent working on this particular case for them, they would reimburse Twitter for that money because you weren't actually doing what Twitter needed you to do. You were doing what the FBI needed you to do. Okay. See, I was thinking like the reimbursement was fines or like um, just tax type of thing. Could that be. Twitter had to pay. And they said, hey, you can make all that money back if you do X, Y, and Z for the FBI. You know what I mean? And it, I actually it, it, heard that the FBI was wanting to ban accounts like low follower accounts with like just 100 followers, mm-hmm. even if they shared anything about the election, Hunter Biden, anything like that. So it's like they were going after everyone and everything. Mm-hmm. See, it says right here in the email, uh, Jim, FYI, in 2019, Scale instituted a reimbursement program for a legal process response from the FBI. Prior to the start of the program, Twitter chose not to collect under the statutory right of reimbursement for the time spent processing requests from the FBI. So the FBI actually okay. has a program in the FBI that if they need these outside companies or outside th- people to do, to do things, yeah. that they will reimburse you for your time to do them, okay? Because you're, they're obviously taking you away from your actual job, so they're going to reimburse yep. you or your company. And Twitter, apparently, never used this program up until recently. They decided, yeah, why not? Why not? Because yeah. it says Twitter chose not to collect under the statutory right of reimbursement for the time spent processing requests. Yeah, yeah. And then it says, I'm happy to report we have collected $3.5 million since October 2019. This money is used by LP for things like the TTR and other LE-related projects, training, tooling, etc. So basically they have been doing work for the FBI for a, assumably a long time. It's just they just well, now he, decided to collect yeah. money on it. Well, and it's not surprising since Twitter employs a ton of former FBI agents. Well, yeah, it, right? it came out to the uh, there was a shit ton of former FBI agents that were actually working for Twitter. Yeah, and actually, to, there's even more at Facebook. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I have heard that. Well, yes. and and there was a tweet that I just bookmarked um, by Elon. This said, uh, Dave Rubin tweeted, a holy sheep shit. The government was actually paying Twitter to censor people. Elon Musk, maybe there is a way to make Twitter profitable, though it will cost you your soul. And then Elon responded to it and said, other social media companies too, not just Twitter. Yeah, but see, that's uh, that, oh, after, yeah. after reading this article, that's not shocking. They yeah. have a reimbursement program. The FBI does which tells you that they do this so often with so many different, and it may not be just social media. It could be businesses. It could be independent people. Uh, But they have a program to which they say, hey, we need your services because we need help doing X, Y, and Z. We got money to give you if you're willing to do this for us. Oh, yeah. Uh, And they do. And so it's all of them. Yeah, so basically uh, the FBI has an actual program to come in and pay money to manipulate society. Well, it looks like that's how it was being used because they were using, they were paying their services. Uh, let's ban uh, conservative accounts. That's the service that the FBI wanted, and so that's what makes this troublesome: is that they were taking away Americans' 
and not just Americans, but everybody's, for, uh, you know, First Amendment rights. Yep. You know, your freedom of speech. I'm looking at this as what what ways can they use? now? Because obviously this is something that's talked about. And in my brain, I'm always thinking, what are they going to say about this? You know what I'm saying? To defend themselves. Mm. And what they're going to say probably is, listen, we're the FBI. We have a lot of agents. We have a lot of stuff. And a lot of times we need help from uh, companies to do so. Now, I just watched uh, – this is on, on the same page, so I'm not getting sidetracked here. I just watched a documentary called Don't Answer the Phone on Netflix last night. And it was actually really good. It was a three-part series, and it was about – uh, a guy who's making hoax calls to fast food restaurants and getting those people at the fast food restaurants to literally assault other employees. All different forms what? of it. Yes. What? And it's very interesting. And it's a, basically it kind of shows you that people can manipulate people even over the phone to do crazy shit they would never do. And I was sitting there going, there's no way these people did this, but they did. And in fact, mm -hmm. over 100 times over 10 years. So the reason I say that is because the investigator officer – all they had was like a, a, a card, a phone number that was there, and they had to call a, you know, AT&T. They had to call these businesses and say, hey, listen, we're investigating this thing. I need you to pull up these records. I need you to look at these things. I need you to do this because I need these phone numbers. And then these people that work for AT&T had to stop what they were doing. And obviously, it's part of their jobs to an extent. But then they have to. Dude, like, I remember when this happened. I remember that it happened at like a McDonald's or something. Yeah, it did happen at McDonald's. Yes, uh, but it was at every place. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is in order to investigate things, you have to have outside companies oftentimes help you. Mm -hmm. And if it's like a large investigation, the FBI being a state-ran government can say, listen, we need help with certain cases. We'll pay you and reimburse you for the help because we know that a lot of these cases are federal crimes and issues. And we want to make sure that, you know, because it takes more time, we're going to reimburse you. Most people say, well, what's wrong with that? There well, is not always something wrong with that. But then you get to these well, situations. So yeah, it was the direction of the FBI that is the problem. They were directing Twitter to do certain things, and those certain things were ban conservative accounts, ban anything to do with the election, coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we all know what that means. Yeah, it would be a different thing. It would be a different thing if the FBI was contacting contacting Twitter and hiring hiring them as a third party person to to give them uh, data or intel on something that they were investigating. That's not what was happening. Seemingly. We need to get to that point, right? I mean, we need to figure in, in, out. There is no, you're not investigating if you're just in contacting Twitter and saying, hey, these need these accounts need to be dealt with. Yeah. That's, exactly. not, an, that's not an investigation. Well, we, yeah. And, yeah. And again, we need to see more of these uh, things coming out to figure out exactly where the lines were overstepped, right? Because the FBI, what I'm saying is the FBI reaching out and saying, hey, we're, we're investigating this. We need assistance on that. That's not that shocking. The problem is, like you were saying, Chris, is yeah. it's where we need those we need those detailed situations to investigate because we don't know where the line was crossed. Just asking for help is one thing, but manipulation is another thing. And I mean that. Well, so in the Twitter files, we know that UL Roth was having weekly meetings with the FBI and intelligence agencies. Yeah. yeah. It actually, in the last drop, there it gives examples of communication from the FBI telling them what accounts to ban. Like, mm -hmm. they actually list the account names out. Yep. yep. And, you know, it's just like they're telling them what to do. Yep. And this isn't an investigation. It's more of a, it's a direction. And it's not reimbursement. It's just employment, you know? 
Basically. There's the saying, hey, we'll pay you to do this. Well, so it's not employment. It's contracted. Okay, so they're contracted, basically. They're saying, we're going to pay you money for, to do a job to, for to us. To do our bidding. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. to this title, it's like they're doing the dirty work and they're getting paid for it. Now, what I'm, I, I, get, I get all that stuff. I, I, we already know that the FBI is screwed up and they're messed up and that this whole thing is wrong. My, my ultimate question comes down to, is there a way, is there any way that a company like Facebook, for example, or Twitter, now that Elon's running it, to say, hey, man, this is like normal standard. The FBI does this. They reimburse every company they work with, and we worked with them, and we were reimbursed. That's not our problem that we got paid. Everybody else gets paid. And then I would say take, yes, okay. but not under the direction. So, like, yeah, reimbursing to investigate is one thing. That means, like, the direction comes from Twitter head, not mm-hmm. from the FBI head, where you'd have, like, uh, Jack Dorsey saying, hey, Dave, we need you to look at the data from the past 12 months and give it over to the FBI. Okay. Yeah, that's this a different thing. This is the thing. FBI saying, hey, Dave, I'm coming in. I'm now your boss. Call me Big Daddy. And go ban some accounts. Get to work. The di- the difference would be is if yeah if the FBI came in and say hey I need this I need this I need this and then Twitter or Facebook or Instagram everybody handed over that information that would be like we said one thing that's be a process here we're, we'll pay you for your time to gather this this is the information we need for whatever investigation we're doing or anything we're looking into. Mm-hmm. The problem is like we said before is when they start directing and start saying, hey, this account needs gone, this account needs gone, we don't like what this is saying, then the FBI, a federal government agency, is now infringing on people's constitutional rights to be able to free speech. <clears throat> but that's what I'm asking right now. That's uh, Thank you for clearing that up a little bit, because that's what I'm asking. At the end of the day, do you fault the companies or do you fault the FBI? You fault both. Okay, because here's the thing. Now, here's, hear me out. Because this is what's interesting about that documentary I was just telling you about. I need to break this down. This is Listen, it was already in the news. Okay, everybody knows what happened to this guy. It's, just, it's an interesting documentary because of the behind the scenes. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying to say I'm not giving you spoiler alerts. We already know the guy, what happened with the guy. Check this out, though. This man in this documentary called McDonald's, Arby's, all these different places. He would mm-hmm. call them, and he would say, I need to speak to the manager. And the manager would answer the phone. And he'd say, I'm Scott something from the uh, such and such police department. We have a uh, we have a person uh, who claims that their purse was stolen and they have the identity of the person who actually works for your company. Uh, it is a petite brown haired woman. And they say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's so and so. And they bring so and they say, OK, uh, so here's your here's your choices. We, you can either take her to the police station to get searched or you can search her in the building ask her what she wants to do this is literally like saw shit they bring the person into the office they say i got the fbi i got the police on the phone right now they say that you they believe that you stole something and they need to strip search you do you want to go to the police station be strip searched or do you want me to do it here in the office we can do it either way so messed up yeah and then remember that then the 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 18 year olds because he was manipulating then the younger person not always but oftentimes underage would say, well, I don't want to go to the police station. Like, I'd rather you just do this here, not knowing what's about to happen. Yeah. So they would they would shut the door. The person on the phone would then start going, okay. Uh, and it was very, and they said uh, very calm, very professional. Okay, so what I need you to do is I need to take her blouse off. We need to search your blouse. They take her blouse off. I need your pants to be yeah. taken off. They take your pants well, dude, off. So All the way this, down to is, naked, naked. 
Okay, this poor yeah. person standing here naked. And this actually happened to men as well. Then they would literally make them do jumping jacks on the phone. They would make them literally dude, like that's completely different than what no we're about. no 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 like, no no it's not what, it's, no it's, it's not, no it's not 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 the real FBI. Agent. I, I, uh, I, I know I know where not, this, I know where this is going. What's and it going? I have an answer. What's for it going? It. It, it it doesn't matter if if they voluntarily did this or not. It doesn't matter. The fact is that the FBI contacted them, and then at that point, the Twitter employees and Twitter itself had a choice. No, here's yeah, the problem. Yes, that's yeah, exactly Yeah, it. but you're not letting me finish what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that in these cases, a person called and had a person, a, a manager of the company literally do sexual assault on people in the store. Mm -hmm. All forms of it. Yeah. The case ended up being who's actually guilty. Is this guy guilty for calling and having this happen under his saying that he was somebody else impersonating? Yep. Was the manager guilty? Yep. Well, guess what? The guy who called did not go to jail. Both of them are guilty. Mm. He did not go to jail. And then the case, why this is important is because then the university started coming out. All these studies come out. And they're saying, when you have a person, even the best person... Church abiding, family man's never been arrested, and that's where a lot of these. One of these guys was 50 years, or 50 years old, and he actually ended up groping women trying to find if there was things in crevices, which is nasty. But he was a 50-year-old guy, never been arrested, had three kids, all this stuff. And they were saying, when you have somebody of a higher authority telling you that you do something, a lot of times people get afraid and they follow order, regardless of if they know consciously it's wrong. And now there was a study in the 50s, and you know this, Greg, where the, the men were asked to shock these students if they got the wrong answer. Yeah. And they kept increasing the shocking to the point where it was almost fatal. There was not anybody getting shocked, but they didn't know that. Mm. So every time they pushed the button, they'd scream louder and louder, right? And they kept yeah. pushing the button. There was a, they kept pushing the button even after the person screamed so loud, and then they went silent. Yes, and they're they like, kept pushing it. Are you sure they're okay? They're not even screaming anymore. And they say, and sir, why the did you do that? Why would you keep pushing that? And they said, they, they told me to. I was told I had to do this. Yeah. Now, you can say, I, I, I said the same thing, Chris. When I was watching, I was like, there's no way. No fucking way. But it happened a hundred times. A hundred times in different locations, people were assaulted. A hundred times in 10 years. So what that tells you is that most people follow orders, and they don't want to be disciplined. They don't want to get in trouble. They have fear that they're going to get their life's going to be ruined, and they do things that they wouldn't normally do. Now, the reason I say that is, is there an argument now? And did they even make this documentary to try to make it to where, they, well, see, this documentary <laughs> shows that people do crazy stuff, and Twitter employees were just following orders from the well, FBI. Okay, so then it's, it's still the same outcome. At that point, now the FBI is still guilty of what they did, and the Twitter employee that implemented it wouldn't be. But see, uh, in the other form, I know in the documentary, the one guy got away, and no, it was the main the, corporate got away, which would put him as like the FBI. They got away with the it. guy on the yeah, call exactly. got away, and yeah. so yeah, but, but there was which doesn't make any. There were some employees that actually went to prison for grapes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they actually went to prison yeah. for doing the things that this guy told them to do. And I'm not saying they shouldn't have. They should have. But the dude, they said there's no way that they could do an, uh, an assault over the phone. Like, these people had to do it on their own merit. He just instigated it, but it was a hoax. But that's also true. It, you get told to do something over the phone, you have a decision to make whether you're going to follow that it or is. not. It is. It is. So, yes, they, they did do it on their own merit. They made the choice. Like, regardless of who you thought was telling you something, 
you decided this guy on the phone is telling me to do this. I got to do it. I, I just think that, like, it, when when push comes to show, it's hard to say. And, and I think when and, – And I think as far as the guy on the phone, he should have been prosecuted for something, like instigating. They said they didn't have enough evidence. That was, well, then, hey, think about this then. This is, this is different because they do have evidence with the gonna, FBI. If we're going to use this case for presidents, then, then uh, Trump's innocent. Like, everybody's saying that Trump mm-hmm. instigated these this crowd to go into the Capitol. Well – point to this case yeah so like this guy caused 100 molesters you know what i mean or 100 molestations yeah. by managers to their employees but do you think trump's walked innocent? away scot-free do you think trump's innocent what do you mean from causing in, the january 6th what he inciting do you think that he incited no because he actually has mm. video of him saying hey we need to walk away we need to be peaceful yeah. we can, we're not going to go break into buildings you, that's yeah. there yeah for sure i agree i, I agree with you uh, but my, my point is, is like at the end of the day, it's all about, well, who has more authority? And this is where the argument comes down to who has the most authority and who has more to fear from the people above. Now, I'm not saying it's right. I'm with you, man. I, I think that what Twitter did was wrong. What Facebook's doing is wrong. What YouTube's doing. Well, FBI all, is even more wrong. But FBI is more wrong because they're in a and see that now I'm starting like a fucking liberal. There's a position of power that does happen. Right. If, if a police stops you in the car, mm-hmm. you will act differently you're not just gonna be like fuck you motherfucker like you're gonna be like okay. well some people will some well. people will. <laughs> but i'm just saying you when they pull up you just go okay i i know what i gotta do yeah. i gotta be you know yes officer how you doing today sorry i was speeding didn't mean to do that blah, blah, blah. yeah all right because you know yeah, think, they have yeah. the gun in the situation right you may have a gun as well but they have i don't think about that no i'm just saying they have the authority to take you to, to jail yeah. they do and so when somebody calls if the fbi was to walk into this room right now say well, boys, uh, you produce one more piece of content, we're going to throw your asses in jail for a year for misinformation. What do you do? Do you just say, ah, fuck them, fuck them? No, you go, fuck. What, mm. do, you, what do you really do? Because the truth is, is most people, most people are going to go, I'm not going to fucking prison for a year, dude. That's the corruption. That is the corruption. Because they have the power dude, to say, the, we're going to throw your ass in jail. You have a, a good point here, Dave, because I think that's why they did all the things that they did with the mandate. Like, they know that they're going to get away with it because in the end, it's going to come down to the employers mm-hmm. who forced those mandates. And we know, like, the, the jib-jab, yeah. right? Yep. All these mandates that these companies were putting on their employees, the government's going to walk away scot-free. That's what I'm saying. When you guys are saying there's no correlation between the two, that's wrong. There is. They literally just say, hey, we didn't ban it. We didn't say you had to do it. We just said this up to the businesses. But you well, you feared fair, the I know, but you feared these businesses so much to believe that this was this radical thing that they made radical decisions and you just got to step back yeah. and be like I just controlled the whole thing. Well, and, and I'm Charlie Manson. Well, and that's the sure. thing that's different too cuz when it came when it came to that, if the businesses didn't implement it, they were going to get fined out the ass. But were yeah. they? So yes. I I was just saying like that comparing the two just on its face was not the same, but when it comes down to the charges and who gets in yeah. trouble, now that's that's what that's what I'm talking about. It's yeah. obviously it's a completely different scenario. I'm I'm talking about just the matter of who's above who, telling what to do what, and who actually gets in trouble for that with the chain. Yeah, and and, and, and who's to, actually going to investigate the FBI? Like, no that's one, the problem. Right? No one is. The house the, come January. Yeah, and that's the problem. Like, I, and I'm I'm just not on that train. That they're gonna do anything like, and I, I understand that the house is well. I the I think the house will do something. 
It's, I think they uh, yeah. will, but getting uh, other departments of the government to follow mm-hmm. along is going to be the issue. Yeah, because you're asking them to arrest their own. That's literally what you're doing. And, and yeah. more times than not, yeah. they're not going to. Well, we'll you see. Know. But I mean, even only, like the, only time will tell because obviously information is oh, you know, still coming out. Yeah. We, should get, we should get Kenneth Starr on the scene. Oh, boy. Is he still around? Who the fuck is that? Or did he die? I don't. He Kenneth Starr? Kenneth Starr, yeah. He was the Hillary Clinton, or not Hillary, but Bill Clinton, Monica, Monica Lewinsky. Didn't lawyer. didn't he uh, didn't he work with OJ Simpson too? Am I wrong on that? I, I have no idea. Maybe I don't. I don't, I don't remember. Think he yeah, did, I don't think dude. he did either. Maybe not. I think that was the Kardashian dad. Oh yeah, that was, well he had a huge. I, I don't remember. Kenneth Starr, I swear, Ken Starr, an American lawyer and judge. Who did who? What cases uh, did he work on? Which led to the impeachment of Bill Clinton. Yeah. Uh, so he was a previously a federal. Um, yeah, judge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe John Durham will do something one I mean, of these days. Hey, I mean, mm. honestly, uh, I've said it before, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Honestly, this kind of when it comes to the legal system, we all know shit takes for fucking ever, sure. and it, it, it does, yeah. and it, it sucks to have to piggyback and ride ride that fucking train, but yeah. that's kind of where it's at. And if if that guy is still working on shit, then he's still working on shit, and we can't really do anything about it. And yeah. I, the, all this social media and FBI, and yeah, information may be coming out now, but we're not going to see anything happen with this for yeah. probably a couple years at least. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, and, and, and I get that, dude. I, I do get it. Uh, it is frustrating, and that's where I'm just like, ah, fuck, I'm so, I'm so yeah. over this shit. But the problem is, is like, you know, the, when it comes to like the FBI and who's wrong here, Here's the deal. They're, they're government agencies. They're smarter in general. Yeah. Than, and I, I wouldn't even say that they're smarter, but they are more calculated, I think, than the average Twitter or Facebook. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they're well, obviously, they know all the loopholes, how they can get away with it. That's what I'm saying. They understand what they can do and what they can't, and they know it, and they plan it, and then they put people in positions where they're doing things. Now, again, I'm not taking any – I'm not trying to take anything off of Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and all these guys because they're all fucking trash. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, no backbones whatsoever when it comes to this shit. I'm just saying, when you watch, like, that documentary that I just watched, and you're just like, man, people really can do some crazy shit. Oh, yeah. And not even realize how crazy it is until it's all said and done. And a lot of people, and you see that with the Nazis. Dude, look, no, yes, but look at, like, even a basic form, Greg. Look at people that are climate changers. Like they really genuinely believe that they are themselves are saving the fucking earth right now. No. And they're one little fucking person, one little group of cells that are, they're not doing shit. They're but they believe in their heart that they're changing the world. You know what Dude, I'm saying? Look at the ma- look at the maskers. They think that if you don't wear your mask, you're going to That's what I'm saying. Ba- basically, yeah, you're going to make a whole uh, city die yes. of a disease. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, we can all fault them for being nutty. Right, we just be like, Jesus, you guys are crazy nuts, but they yeah. have been told things and led by things above them yeah. that they actually believe what they're saying. And at the end of the day, we can make fun of all people that do stupid shit. And there's conservatives and right leaners that do stupid shit, um, and based off of what they've been told. But I'm just saying, at the end of the day, like they're people who were told something, believe it, and now they live this life. And I don't know I, how, how do you how do you fix that? I don't know how you fix that. How do you fix the fact that these people were literally doing things to their employees based off of some person they never even spoke to? And they actually, in some of those situations, dude, another person would come in the room 
and pick up the phone and be like, who is this? And they'd be like, oh, this is John Scott. From the, and he's like, you're not a real cop. And they'd hang the phone up and the whole situation's done. It took yeah, one exactly. person well, to come that, in and be like, what that, are you doing right now? That is a a, a weak-minded person then. The, the, they're prying they're But see, on. they went to small towns mm-hmm. all over the country, lower-income towns. They found He found small little towns knowing that like these workers at McDonald's, these they're, workers at Arby's were lower income, probably needed their jobs. Thinking they're a gullible. Yeah. Yes, and they were. Or even and, a gullible. And all, they're a gullible. A gullible. And all the interviews in that documentary, the, the person who was the, the victim yeah. said, like, I was taught, you know, my values were to respect authority, to always be honest and open. You know what I mean? And I was just trying to, I was saying I didn't do anything wrong. And they were telling me, hey, I need you to undress. And they were saying I was listening to my, and then they started crying, but no one else stopped it. Everybody else was like, and you know what the crazy thing was? Almost all these situations lasted for two to three hours. That's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. You know, that that's a, honestly, that comes down to almost a societal problem. I mean, you don't ever blindly just do what you're told. I mean, well, I mean, we just, you, I think you, you always, you always, the there's always, years, that's what we've been doing. Yeah. But there's all, and there's a, a large majority of people, not a large majority, but there isn't a, a group of people that didn't follow along with that because in their mind, they're going, something doesn't add, add up right. I'm going to question what's going on. And if those people would have just done that on that phone call in that documentary, probably none of that would have happened. Mm, yeah. But they're so easily manipulated this, and just, this all oh, like I'll do exactly what I'm told too. no matter what I'm doing. It started in 2000, uh, 1999, and and the last one, actually it was in the early 90s, was the first cases, uh, 92, I think, okay. I believe. And then it went all the way to 2004, which was the last last case. Uh, but M- McDonald's right. ended up getting sued uh, by one of the main victims, like the one that was the biggest case, um, because they didn't send out emails. They didn't send out things to all the stores saying, hey, we're getting a prank call do not do this. You know what I'm saying? It just was, mm. and McDonald's had it happen some 20, 30 times at their location saying, and that was over years. They're saying, how did you not send this to all the corporate stores or all yeah. the stores saying, if somebody calls claiming they're cops or is claiming to be, you know, working for the police, like do not answer like, the phone. I don't understand how this fucking guy did, got away with it if he is impersonating an officer. He was actually a correctional, corrections officer in Florida. Oh, God. But and here's the thing, they had him on video buying he was using prepaid cards. Like, yeah. you know, back Bur- in the day. Burner phones, yeah. No, not burner, it was cards. Back in the back Same in the Same thing. Sure. Uh but they had they had the card numbers where they were used. They ended up finding him purchasing them at two different Walmarts. They had video surveillance of him. They did a search at his house, found the cards at his house, and the the jury still said there's not enough evidence to prove that he did anything. And and that's where we're at. Uh, mm-hmm. That's where we're at with that kind of stuff. And, and listen, well, I, and I don't know if it's society. Hey, if the judge, it just depends. Like, if this actually goes to court and the judge uses that case as precedence, like, precedence that isn't probably the only be. thing that will. Well, precedence isn't the only decision that a judge has. No, no, I no. Mean, just because it happened that way for that case doesn't mean it's going to happen this no, way. No, but it brings you know up I mean? a question of who's really guilty in this situation, right? If I call a prank call someone and say, you need to kill this person, blah, 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 and you do it. Like I was the instigator, but you were the murderer, and 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 and, and so we've seen this before. Like, like obviously, it was it Charlie Manson's never actually killed Charlie, anybody? Yeah, Charlie. But he went to prison. He went to prison, he went it, to prison but he actually was coercing people to do things for him. So there are cases where it's the other way. But the ultimate, I don't know that it's a societal issue. 
or if it's an issue of just how we're wired as humans to follow. And, and, you know, there's some people that are leaders, some people that are not. And you have somebody say like, hey, man, I need you to do this. Mm. And you go, okay, um, yeah. But at what point do you realize my, – my thing was I can get where you get a call and you kind of go down the path. But there's a certain point where you're like, wait a second. This person's naked in my office. Yeah, the, the, like what it, is going on in that situation? There's always there's had to be that point where the person was like, "What the fuck?" Are we I would doing? never in there was, I, and if you didn't, no chance. If, if any of those people didn't have that thought in their head, like when people are doing jumping jacks and shit, yeah, and there's not that thought <laughs> in your head that you go, "What the fuck are we Dude, doing?" The main case, why isn't the purse falling out of your ass? The main case, the woman who actually went to went to jail. She, they said, she goes, I have to go back to work. I can't just sit in here for hours doing this. Like, I, I don't know what to do. And he said, call somebody that you know, somebody that you trust and have them come over. She actually called her fiance or husband. I can't remember. Oh, the, yeah, that's he, a, that's check this out. He person. came over, went in the room. She went out to start working the floor. He started taking the phone call. And in one situation, he had this caller had the guy spank this chick for 20 minutes straight, saying that over time- people. And he did. Those are stupid. And he people. did. And he and she did yeah. a lot more with this guy. She actually was had to perform acts on this guy. No, that that well, he went to I, prison I as well. I feel like that's what UL Roth was doing. He was spanking Twitter users. He was like, "Okay, bend well, over." And we've We're seen and we've seen like where people minutes. in emails have come back. It's like, well, what are we actually doing here? Like they've actually released those emails too. Like, is this actually what we're doing? And then there's the people that are like, "Let's fucking do it." So. Both in this situation, both are very guilty. Yeah. You have a you yeah. ultimately have a choice whether or not you decide to go through with this, and then the person that's instigating it, whether I I don't know what you'd be charged with can conspiracy to defraud the American public or something like that. Something, I mean, it's they're both guilty, and yeah. the fact that there's yeah. been money Let's exchange so. now that's even worse. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I, I, th- I think that uh, in a lot of cases, they say people set this up so perfectly that they took so much off of them. Like, obviously, you can still be charged, but that's where I, I'm worried with the government, the FBI, those kind of situations. Like, they know what they're doing, and they're going to play the whole, like, hey, we never, guys, we never, uh, you know, we just asked for some assistance. We offer a reimbursement program. We offer that to everybody. We just said, hey, you know, this might be problematic, and they they decided to can't. That's what I'm saying. It's the same well, with I McDonald's. Think it's all, I think it's always going to end up coming back down to it's. It doesn't matter if you if you just suggested that this happened. Yeah, it, it's a, a federal agency suggesting that you silence the American people. Yep, yep, yep. And, and it's not. It's not. It's they're they're different cases. We yeah. we understand that. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll see what well, happens. I think. Yeah, I think where this will actually, we have we have to rely on two things. We have to rely on. Um, judges that will actually do their fucking job yep yeah and then also the breadth of this if this is a systemic like multi-company trend that the mm. fbi is doing this which it sounds like it is right yeah. elon just confirmed not just twitter so i think once they unravel that yeah this is happening all over the place then you have a different ball game this is a different case you have yeah. like a systemic issue with multi-companies it's not just one and it's not just one caller. You have an agency, mm-hmm. Mul- doing multiple this branches around of the, the agency. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's going to be interesting. And I'll say this: Do not forget, though, that there is a large, if not half, portion of this country that actually wants this to happen this way. 
that want shit censored. Well, yeah. Well, and so at the end of the day, and what I'm saying is, is we can all be like, what in the fuck? But then there's half the people going, yeah, what's the problem? I don't think it's half. I don't think it is either. I think that's probably. But, but I'm do, just saying but it's a I large portion. I do think that this is going to trickle into other platforms. I do think this is this situation is going to be the the first domino effect of Maybe. <laughs> things going into other places and everybody going, "What the fuck are you doing?" Well, so they will. They will go to other places. They will expose certain things. Yeah. The problem always will be, what do they do from that point? Again, we're going to be upset. All these podcasters are going to be upset. They're going to be like, really? This is yeah. what's going on? But the average person yeah. may not That's why I much said uh, have judges do their fucking job. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. I understand that. I just It's unfortunate yeah. that we're even in a position where most people don't see the problem with having free, uh, free speech taken away. There's a lot of people in this country, and I actually do think it's a lot that just are like, I'm cool with this, because they're on that side, where they're like... Oh, yeah, I think it's a lot, but I don't think it's the majority. Uh, it's or not, not a majority. I don't even think it's half. But regardless, it's enough that it's, it's alarming. And so it'll get exposed. I'm sure it will. All these companies are going to come out and be like, yep, that was Facebook was doing the same thing. YouTube's doing the same thing. Yeah. And then they may say, well, we're rechanging our policy. We're going to have more. But it's, it's going to be... No, it's, it's, it's not it's a the, policy thing, though. I don't know. I, don't know. I think it'll be easy to persuade those people because the people that like the censorship like the feeling of safety and they're in general just like kind of pussies. Yeah. But I think if you give them the chance to put the censorship in their own hand, they will like that even more. Yeah. Instead of having a company regulate what you can and can't see, I think people would prefer even the pussies. I think they would prefer to censor, like self-censor. Like they would get on the app be like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see this. So there we go. Yeah, but see, I th- I, but okay, I know we got to get going here, but you also understand that like people that are are out protesting and yelling at people, like it's not about them not seeing it. They don't want anybody to see it. That is the problem. Is they want to make sure that no one sees it, even if they can just leave the auditorium, yeah. even if they can just leave the street corner where somebody's talking about uh, God. They don't want to do that. They want to yell and make sure that everyone else understands that they need to be on their boat. And that's the issue. Okay. It's not well, about self-censorship. You're going to have crybabies on both sides that don't get their way. Yeah. But it's a very, very select few, like, at the end. Probably. Yes. Yes. I think it's going to be tricky. Uh, I, I I don't know what's going to come from it at the end of the day. I well, don't really have a clue. I think that's where it comes down to is the faith in in our in our country, honestly. It, all this can be exposed, but whatever what actually happens is going to be the big mo- breaking point or not yeah 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 greg appreciate you chatting with this buddy hope you have a great day at work hell yeah guys i'll hell talk yeah. to you later talk to you later, later. chris cheers to you Oosh. you guys have a good one